eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, here we go. It's a podcast. It is a Tuesday at WFAN. What a day. Hello, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, a lot going on, uh, just if you're following Neil Best. And that's all the information I have. (laughs) Right. It's a a busy day, and we have no idea why. Yeah, I know (laughs) what you know via Neil Best. Which is really nothing at this point. Maybe it'll change by the time this airs or by tomorrow, but we have no idea. Anyway. Uh, I did go, you know, they've... uh, I don't know what goes on in New York as far as construction, but they've chopped up the street that we work on, a main road, yeah. Hudson Street in New York City. They, uh, You know, before they pave, they chop the road up, uh, and then they pave. Then they grade it. Then they grade it, grade it, then pave. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, was, yes. And so now they have to do the paving part. Right. Of which now they destroyed the road two weeks ago, would you no, say, or longer? It, uh, for, legitimately, it's four oh, weeks. Oh, it's four weeks now four already? Weeks. There's been nothing since. They tore the road up four weeks ago. They have not paved. But the problem is a torn up road creates a lot of dust. Yeah. So I went downstairs to pay the meter and the the breathing in of dust that I just did, I feel like my lungs are now coated in New York City street dust, Jerry. And it doesn't feel pleasant. They probably are. Jerry, many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners sent me this story. I'm sure you saw it as well. I wonder if this is the one I responded to. All right. The uh, headline says, uh, doctors perform first full penis and scrotum transplant on American military vet. Yeah. So this is what I retweeted back to our wonderful listener. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm flattered Mm-hmm. Or appalled that people think of us now when they see these stories. Yeah, we get here's the stories we get sent to us that people say perfect for the podcast. Anything having to do with a penis, right? Where the <laughs> That's penis a way to put it. Well, where the penis is the main story. Penis transplant, robotic penis. Right. 
Uh, the second thing people send us is uh, robots taking over the world. Yes. And oh. He, oh, did you see? All right, we'll get back to that in a second. All right. Just so I don't, I don't lodge the. Th- all right, so robots. Did you see the story on sixty? Hold minutes? on, let me let me tell Eddie. I'm sorry. Uh, Geo's keys are on his desk with his credit card. By the way, I paid for your parking. I do appreciate that. With Geo's credit card. Very, oh, very. So you didn't pay for it? Well, he told me uh, Geo wanted me to pay for his parking and said, pay for your parking with my card. Okay. So he paid for all three. I paid for some parking down there, yeah, with the Geo's credit card. Oh, we appreciate that. Figured he's a rich talk show host He's now. doing fine. Yeah, he's doing fine. So did you see the so 60 Minutes had it? 60 Minutes. The MIT student that can now search online with his mind? He's got some contraption on his head. Hey, you got to be kidding me with He this. can think about, like right now, if I thought I would like to Google bionic penis, it would show up in my brain. Well, the, and the more than research. that, they had a, a, a contraption hooked up to where... It showed it on the screen. Oh, is that right? What he was think, I, dude, it is so freaky and scary. Yeah. Explain to me how he doesn't get brain cancer. Well, I'm sure he, well, we don't know he that he's not getting My that. My God. Brutal. I'm yeah. sorry. Cont- I'm sorry. I just wanted to get that yeah, out there. Yeah, so this so story, Jerry, says, taking over the world, right? doctors perform first full penis and scrotum transplant on American military vet. This happened at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. Which means, you know, normally we get these stories and it's like somewhere in Bangladesh and you don't know if it's true or not. Right. Johns Hopkins University, that's a real place, Jerry. That's here. It's the first total penis and scrotum transplant in the world. Now, usually you ask a lot of silly questions. Yes. And we laugh because, and you legitimately know yeah, the you answer. Have a, you have a good time with it, Jerry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a legit question. Yes. <laughs> The S word that you just mentioned, because I don't want this being a clip. Okay. Is that the sack? The scrotum? I believe it is. So you're not 100% sure I'm either. not 100% sure. Why don't you Google that? I'm going to Google that right now. Yeah, it now. is, because here it says, it says the penis and scrotum, then in parentheses, without testicles. Okay. So it is just the sack. The surgery took 14 hours. It was happened on March 26th. It was performed by a team of nine plastic surgeons and two urological surgeons jeez it came uh the the um body parts came from a deceased Ugh. donor the uh person who got the body parts is a military vet who was injured by an ied oh god an improv improvised explosive device in afghanistan he wants to be anonymous uh, yeah Good for him. He recovered from the surgery and will be discharged this week. Really? Yeah. So it went well. They well. It went well. They probably won't know for six months, to be honest. Yeah. But I guess it went as well as they planned it. They says the team at Johns Hopkins University Hospital has been planning for penis transplant procedures for years with the goal of helping wounded veterans. Pretty amazing. It is amazing. Modern Mo- science is amazing. Most of the Medicine. injuries were caused by bomb blasts. God damn. I tell you, man, you talk about athletes making millions of dollars. The fact that our military don't make that kind of money is unbelievable. Among, I know why they don't, but God. Yeah, among the injured men, 94% were 35 or younger. Well, yeah. I mean, think about the military when you enlist. You know, if you take those college you know, credits or however you enlist into the military, mm-hmm. since we don't have a draft and haven't since Vietnam, most of these kids are right out of high school. So, yeah, yes. I would think most of them are going to be under 35. 
A quote from the initial report said many men sustained disfiguring genital injuries during their peak years of sexual development and reproductive potential. Potential. That's why they wanted to uh, make this so that they can do more of these. Yeah. You realize right now, as we're jerking around in our lives, worried about rumors yeah. in the newspaper, dust in the streets. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get home in time or are we going to have a little backup? There right. are literally soldiers right now, even right now, you think it's peaceful even though we know it's not. But you think right now there's not a really like this big massive war going on. Right now we have soldiers overseas somewhere probably in some sort of a gunfight. Right. And you talk about what we do for a living. I mean, my God. stupid. It is, yes. Everything about what we do is stupid compared to what these guys do. <clears throat> so check this out, Jerry. The Johns Hopkins team, uh, they did the penis and the scrotum. They decided not to transplant the donor's testicles because such a transplant could allow genetic material to be passed on from from the donor. Really? The hospital said there are too many unanswered ethical questions surrounding that kind of transplant. So then what do they do? You have a It's just the uh penis, I so believe. So it's ballless. Yeah. Now so that's interesting. So then can you get a boner? I didn't say that. I would imagine so, because part of the reason yes. they want to do these surgeries I was is if you could rec- if you could procreate. Yeah, I would think you need testicles. testicles for that. It's a good question, though. Penis transplants are estimated to cost between fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars. I would have thought more. Me too. Actually, I mean, I feel like a broken arm when you get the bill from the hospital before it goes to your insurance is like fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> this is way more complicated. I'm very uncomfortable about this story. Really? Because we don't know enough facts about it, as they don't, I guess. Right. And there's certainly nothing funny about it. And yet, I don't know what you do with it. Well, I think it's just interesting that we've they've been wanting to do this for years, for soldiers, and now it is here. Yeah. And it sounds like so far, so good. I hope so. I always, yeah. I always dislike even the guy Farquhar from the White Sox. Yes. You know, they put out he had successful... We don't know if the surgery is successful, literally for weeks. Because right. if there's some sort of an infection or something gets rejected or what they plan to do, when is planned? Now you got to see what happens on the other side. Correct. So. Always, though. You never know, Jerry. You don't. I'm not sure what I follow that up with. Let me look at some of my other stories I have and see what might I know. Fit. Today's been a crazy day, so you crazy have to excuse day. us if we're a little choppy today. A little choppy. Uh, let's see. I have a lot of interesting. This there one also. Scientists in Poland. I'm going to give you another an experiment on rats. I'm going to give you another one that many people sent to us. Right. Many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners. This falls under one of the other categories where people will always send us stories if it has to deal with poop. Oh God! I, that, of all the stories we do, yeah, these I don't like. You don't. You don't I appreciate really don't. these. I do not like stories about human feces. Well, I think you're alone on that one. <laughs> I don't think I'm alone. <laughs> you seem fascinated with it. I'm not. Alabama Mayor Heather Hall <laughs> told a CBS affiliate television station there that the last train car full of New York City sewage sludge, sludge that has been stinking up her town has finally been emptied and removed. Oh, so this is just an updated story. For two months... The sludge has been a uh, giving an unbearable stench to the town of Parrish, Alabama. 
the sludge is a byproduct of New York's excrement. It was shipped to Big Sky Landfill, but the railroad required Big Sky to hire more truck drivers to remove the sludge. When they wouldn't do that, no one moved the sludge train full of New Yorkers poop. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely disgusting. Experts say states send their waste to Alabama due to low landfill fees and lax zoning laws. I mean, I do wonder where all this stuff goes. Right. Poop, you know? Like I don't know. Like, I'm going on a cruise uh, in uh, August. Yeah. Oh, they collect it. Seven days of thousands of people. Yes. Stuffing their faces with yes. bad buffet food. <laughs> yes. Where is that all going? D- downstairs. <laughs> Level the, one. The old joke is they call it the poop deck. Ooh. I don't. I've always wondered: Did they release it in the ocean? Which I don't. They think, can't. I don't think they do. But when they dock, where is it going? It gets sucked up by a vacuum, a big poop sucked vacuum. Sucked up where? We send it to Alabama with well, this other you, stuff? All right, so let's say you own a Johnny on the Spot business. Yes. You have to go collect it. Mm-hmm. What do you do with it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. Like like when you go to PNC Art Center in the summer, uh, all the outside where the parking is, they yeah. got all those poop uh, Johnny Johnny on the Spot, you call them? Yeah. Yeah. I would not want to be in that business. No, I don't think I don't care would. how wealthy you get. So you'd be out. So you wouldn't want to be in the pornography business, no matter how wealthy you got. No, because you got to tell your family. You wouldn't want to be in strip club business, no matter how wealthy no, you got. Terrible. And you don't want to be in the Johnny on the spot disposable poop business. Unless I'm just the guy working the books. Or owning it. Or owning it. You just don't want to be the guy that pumps the poop. Yeah. And I would pay that guy a well, good salary. What would you give him per hour? Hourly or, or no, salary? No, salary. Give me a salary. $75,000. You don't think that's good? It's okay. That's a smelly job, dude. Yeah. I'd rather, I, I don't know that I could do that. Now, if I don't have a job, it's one thing. But if I'm choosing or I'm out looking, would you I don't do it know for that I would take it. Would you do it for $120,000? That's $10,000 a month. <sighs> but you are on call. When I'm at, when there's a concert festival full of terrible Johnny on the spots, you have to get it done. I don't know how it gets done. I would go 50 50 in the business with you and I do the work. Oh, I see what you're saying. I am not. I split so, the business. I, 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 you're I the hands-on guy. Because if that business is generating a million dollars a year and you're paying me a hundred, uh, screw that. Yeah, that's true. No good. I'm sorry. No Ma- way. Imagine making half a mil to empty Johnny on the spot. I bet you they do though. Because think of how popular those are, and how much they're needed in public places. Right. And I don't know. And I could be wrong. But I don't know that there's a ton of those companies out there. There's a handful of them. There's a handful, but I don't think it's like, you know, you want to go have a hamburger for lunch and there's 9,000 choices. Correct. I don't need, if you need poop removal, I don't know that you're looking at a list of 45 different companies. I would think it's a small number. I like the ones that are more upscale. The the portable ones where they have a... The trailers. Yeah, all the trailers, definitely. But even the smaller individual ones, like not all of them have a urinal on the side like right. some of them now when you walk in there let's say you go to a concert and you have to use the uh porta porta yeah. john yeah and you walk in there and there's a toilet with all the disaster in it and to the left there's a urinal yes will you pee in the urinal part yes me too first i will do is i will take a huge breath mm-hmm. right before you go hold in. my breath and i will not look as if you were going underwater correct 
and I do not want to look at anything. Right. And I just head up, take care of take care of the urination. Right. And get the hell out. The only bad thing using the urinals in the portajons is you sometimes get splashback because it's there's no water in them. It's just you're peeing on you plastic. You have to aim into the into the hole. Yes. <laughs> there was oh, first of all, I have never, and this is a true story. I have never pooped in a portajon. Nor have I. But every one I go into, someone has. Yeah, I guess if you have to, you have to. Luckily, we've never had to. Luckily. I remember we were going to see Billy Joel in Philadelphia mm-hmm. back in, man, had to be 94, I would say. Maybe 94, 95, right around then, right around there. And it was at the Spectrum. Oh, classic. It wasn't even the Wachovia. It was at the Spectrum. And me, my wife was my girlfriend at the time, and I would say there were eight other, probably ten of us. We rented a party van with the driver. And so we thought it'd be fun to get beer and do all that. And we got within, I forget where the hell we were in Philadelphia, but we were relatively close to the spectrum in traffic. And I'm telling you, no one could hold it anymore. We were a mess. And they, the driver found a park. <laughs> we all got out. Everyone just demolished found the park. area. <laughs> the ladies didn't, but every guy, there were like five guys, well, you know, all the guys with their girlfriends, we all got out and just found a tree. And I remember thinking, I'm going to get arrested for doing this in a park. But at the same time, literally, it was at the point where another five minutes, and it would have been all over the van. Right, or you would have urine poison. There is not a worse feeling than when you can't and you have to. Right. Awful. Just awful. I agree. And I remember that that concert. Let me give you one final story, Jerry, to wrap up the post-game portion of the podcast. Sebastian, Florida. All right. So you know where this Sebastian, is going. Sebastian, Florida. Yeah. I don't know where that is. A, uh, me neither. A Florida man was arrested after striking his boyfriend in the head with a big mouth Billy Bass, the novelty singing fish. <laughs> the novelty singing fish. <laughs> Domestic battery. Cops found uh, one of the gentlemen with a laceration on his head. An injury, the victim says, was caused by a big mouth Billy Bass being thrown by his 54-year-old boyfriend. They've been domestic partners for 17 years and were arguing. The one fellow went into the den and began playing with the singing fish. He says, just to aggravate him. He ripped the fish off the wall, threw it at his head. See, why do we do that? Why do we do something like that where we know the whole point is to just aggravate the other person? Yeah, we love to Why get you under. Just take a walk. Yeah, doesn't always work. The walk. Yeah, or throwing the fish at the guy. Well, throwing the fish doesn't work because that's domestic battery. True. That's a good point. But walking away doesn't always work either. Sometimes you have to dig in and fight, Jerry. Verbally, I mean, you know. Sometimes, I, but I think you gotta. It's got to be. Wow. Uh, I think got, it's got to be... What you got there, Jerry? Nothing. You look like you're on Twitter. Uh, yes. It's got to... I think you got to pick your spots. Like, I have a friend of mine who is in a relationship where he spends four out of every seven days arguing with his wife. Yeah, that's not good. They just don't get along. It's a weird thing. When they do get along, it's okay, but you can see it's still not right. But every other day, something annoys the other about the other one. And they will literally 
argue about it right. as opposed to just, you know, maybe once a week, let's do this. And I know it's not easy because some people have the personality, they just want to fight. Right. But I don't know. I'd rather pick your spots. And when you have to do it, you do it. Otherwise, just whatever. Anyway. All right. I think I got to go. All right, Jerry. The warm-up show is next. It was pretty terrific. So... Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products. The only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, good Tuesday morning to you. This portion sponsored by Indeed. Today, Al and I will try not to yell at one another. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yeah, so the Yankee wow, game... You, your face looks big on TV. Yeah, I was wondering, <laughs> because before they had a close-up on you and not me, and I was like, I want to be big as well in the camera. Well, you are, sir. Not that big. <laughs> uh, Yankee game, a laugher, Jerry. It was as expected. As expected, the I mean, Twins do not do well in the Bronx. Do That's, you know what their record is against the Yankees in the last nine years? Uh, in the Bronx or just in general? No, in general now. I do not. 21 and 51. 51. Why even play the games? 51 losses. Well, you they get 21 joke. of them. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I guess. So because that was a laugh for Jerry, I thought I would look for other Yankee-related news. And I was happy to see that Aaron Judge, uh, you know, he had split from a, his longtime girlfriend. And then there was these rumors that Instagram butt model Jen Selter. Boy, she gets a lot of publicity on this station. Yeah, that she was going to, uh, she was trying to chase him down, chase down Aaron Judge for some dates, but that he was seen uh, over the weekend with high school uh, gal pal, as they call it. Not sweetheart, gal pal? It did not say sweetheart. Okay. So, which made me think that they were not sweethearts in high school Mm -hmm. they were friends but now it seems like it's turning to sweethearts how would you be if you were aaron george aaron george you were six six in pinstripes hitting 50 home runs a year you know you're gonna have a monster contract on your hands in the next few years you would think or whenever that's eligible would you be the type that would be looking for your past gal pals or would you just be running rampant all over town? I don't think I'd be running rampant all over town. I would do what Aaron Judge did here. Uh, he went to uh, a gal he was sweet on, Jerry, and he took her all around the the uh, tourist traps in New York City. That's what you would do. Yeah, because you're then not you're a tourist guy, though. But but you get noticed. There's oh, so Aaron you Judge. Want There's Aaron Judge at the Empire State Building. So the 55,000 fans screaming for you every night, that's not enough. Not enough. The bleacher creatures, Aaron Judge, not enough. But you're in uniform there. Aaron Judge walking around the giant that he is going to the Empire State Building. money, when's enough enough? Rockefeller Center he was in. So you want to be on page six. Yes. The back page, not enough for you. You'd like to be on page six as well. And page six saying, I am not being cheesy and going with an Instagram butt model. I'm going with a high school gal pal. I have seen naked butts. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that I was happy to see. So good job, Aaron Judge. Good for him. That's, That's what great. I say. Wonderful. Uh, Jerry, you cover the Dallas Cowboys throughout the season for Compass Media Networks. Right. Uh, radio. You I would do. say I cover them, but I do their pregame and postgame, yes. And halftime. And halftime, sure. Well, uh, it's been more than 10 days now, and Des Bryant... Much like somebody else who we thought we were going to get a big announcement from come April. <laughs> <laughs> no one. 
That was very well placed, Boom. Al. <laughs> well Al Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> Des Bryant, what up with that, Jerry? It takes time. It takes He'll time get a job. what? He'll get a job. But you know he thought he was going to be scooped up immediately. Uh, yeah. Clam up! With it. I think there are still cuts that will be made throughout the... You know how this works with the different uh, benchmarks and times and dates and stuff like that. He'll get picked up this summer. Do you think uh, teams are going to wait till after the draft and they'll see where they're at? It's possible, sure. It's also a matter of what he thinks he's worth and what a team's going to get. I'm loaded, okay? (laughs) Who are we talking about now? Des Bryant, I'm talking about Des Bryant. Me too. And you, I don't know what you're doing. No more FAN. Right, well, we know that. Des Bryant as well. Right. I was just surprised because it seemed like... First of all, I love when he left that Cowboys meeting... I'll see you guys twice a year. Well, mm. there's only three teams that are going to see you right. twice a year unless you end up with a playoff team that you're playing in the regular season and both teams make the postseason. Right. I so know. we knew that wasn't going to happen. Even when I, As soon as I heard that. So you seem like you're taking joy in this. I am take, I take joy when people uh, think their value is super high. Right. And then reality sets in and you realize it, it was high. But now maybe people aren't interested well, values I do. <laughs> in a Des Bryant. I do think kind of what Boomer was discussing the other day when he got cut absolutely hurt him in terms of signing quickly. That's why I'm saying it's going to take a little bit of time. Oh, because the Cowboys didn't cut I, him earlier. Yeah, and other teams have made moves. And I forget who, but the Saints did not match an offer sheet to one of their receivers. There's a lot of rumors out there he could end up in New Orleans. I don't know. We'll see. He'll be on a team. He'll be fine. He'll make seven figures. He'll make a lot of money, and everything will be fine, and you can relax. And he'll have key receptions, you're saying, yes, this and maybe coming you'll season. Yes, and maybe you'll have your own TV show soon. All right. Right? Listen, Everybody, any, everybody's happy. Anything could happen. Um, now, the NFL draft is coming up, Jerry. This Thank is coming God. up Thursday. I can't mm. wait for it to be over. I know on like the last day of the draft, they think it's not entertaining enough for people's dreams to be realized in being drafted by an NFL team. So right. they they sometimes bring back uh, older players from organizations. Like I know uh, uh, a Drew Pearson. Uh, didn't Drew Pearson? Did it in Philadelphia. Did it in Philadelphia. Yeah, he, got those, he got the crowd fired up. Yeah, he made the pick for the Are Cowboys. You the Buck story? I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> I mean, this had this had your name yeah. written all over. We should actually rename what you're talking, the Al Dukes. Yeah. This so is the, pathetic. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have a parrot name their pick. Right. That's a clip of the parrot practicing, depending on who they... So they're going to have to teach this parrot the person's name right after the pick. Someone just get to the parrot like today or tomorrow... The, the Pirates being trained now, don't you think? No, because uh, that late no, in the draft, they, they have no idea who they're taking. They know. They have an idea. It's going to be like occasionally on the old Johnny Carson show where he would bring out uh, Joan Embry from the San Diego Zoo or wherever she was from with like a parrot, and the parrot was supposed to say, Hi, Johnny. And it, it would just freeze <laughs> up. <laughs> it would freeze up on camera. That's what this pirate's going to do. The pirate's going to freeze on the uh, <laughs> Yeah. Because they're going to have it on the ship, right? I, I thought the parrot had to be in in Dallas. You know. uh, the article I read was that they were going to have the parrot on the ship, and it was going to announce <laughs> it on the stupid pirate ship. If you're telling me they're flying the parrot to Dallas, yeah, okay. And then what if the parrot has to say? Uh, It'll be great, like a, a long transaction with the uh, two thousandth pick of the NFL draft. The Buccaneers are trading there. 
this guy for that guy. I'd rather see the parrot attack Roger Goodell the way the hawk attacked the baseball player a couple weeks ago. That could happen. Someone could be attacked by by the Buccaneers parrot. Imagine if flying up to Goodell. You suck. You suck. You suck. (laughs) That'd be funny. They're going to have to be whispering in that parrot's ear the person's name. And it better not be a complicated. It better be like Tom Jones, the wide receiver out of. You know, Georgia or something. It might not be. Mm. It might not be. Mm. All right. <laughs> you're funny. You want to take a break right now because you're looking at the clock. I have one more. <laughs> one more quick before the break. Okay. Uh, uh, Julio Jones yes. of the Falcons. I saw this. I People guess are they're freaking out. They're also battling where he's not showing up to these workouts and people are panicked thinking right. he doesn't want to be on the Falcons. So he uh, went to his Instagram account. And deleted all Falcons-related pictures. Does that mean something to you, Jerry? It could. I, I don't know. It could. Now, they said, I know the Falcons said he did that because he wants a fresh start on social media. That's right. So that's, they probably paid someone to come up with that. Uh, yeah, I guess he's ticked off. I mean, he wants a new deal. I don't know. We're not in Atlanta. I'm not sure. We're not. But I would think if you scrubbed your Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, everything FAN, yeah. I would think you're taking your podcast and you're leaving. Right. That's what I would think. So I, if I was no a more fan, <laughs> I know we heard you. <laughs> I would think if I was a Falcons fan, yeah, I would be a little concerned. Yeah. Do you, Al Dukes, do you think uh, sports talk Atlanta today is all? What about Julio Jones and his Instagram oh, account? Nah, because usually sports radio stations don't go nuts <laughs> over diva receivers like yeah. Beckham and oh, that's right, we do. Okay, and Beckham, I saw pulling a Denali. Truck nice up a hill. Could you do that with I your could skinny not. little legs? No. Your legs might snap in half. <laughs> he's skinny, I thought. But he's also very strong. Very muscular. Of course. That's the work these guys put in in the offseason that we usually don't see. But now with social media, we do see it. They said it's uh, like 5,600 pounds, that car. That's a lot he's of weight. Pull, pull is pulling it. <laughs> you would get yanked the other oh. way. <laughs> yeah. We have to take a break. This portion sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, and zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Hi, Johnny. Back in a moment with a lot of parrot drops from Al. And oh, by the way, Boomer and Geo next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Yankees blew out the Twins 14-1 tonight. The Mets are in St. Louis. They get back to business. Rockets and Jazz won. So did the Maple Leafs and Capitals. Go. So uh, I have no idea how to say this guy's name, Jerry. This Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. So after a big uh, game in his town of Milwaukee, Jerry, he went to go get a burrito at the Bel Air Cantina. I don't like that they apologized. Go ahead. And they did not seat him. Okay. And he's a big star there, Jerry. So what? And uh, so, yes, he left. He didn't make a big deal of it. Good for him. We've all been not served when we've gone places where we stand around. He actually didn't get in. He was waiting around, and no one was even helping him. Oh, that's a that's a different story. So he left. Didn't make a big deal of out of it, but left. But a lot of people attacked them on social media because they saw him. Uh, so then when they attacked the, the, the place on social media, they came out and apologized. And now they're like, oh, come here after the next playoff game. Oh, yeah, because that would work out perfect for you guys. Well, you would. I'd show back up. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, you would. It is, I'm here now. Seat me. It is awkward when you <laughs> when you go somewhere and you 
and no one even says, may I help you? Agreed. That's usually you give them two, three minutes, you leave. You don't stand there much more longer than that. Your time's valuable. And you're famous, Jerry. What do you do in that situation? I would leave. What if people were like, that's Jerry Recco well, from that, WFN? That, first that all, gets that embarrassing. doesn't happen, number one. Number two, three minutes and we leave. Go somewhere else. Do you make a big stink of it, like huff and no, puff? I, I do. walk away. You leave. I, w- I know you do. I walk out in a huff. I've learned this with you. Yes. Between driving in with you, doing the podcast with you, and doing this with you, and this is not breaking any news. But you are a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> to who? Everybody. That's what Gina Hi, says. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> Listen up to five times a day to win tickets to our big NFL draft show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 